Okay, Lar, we're live. Hey, guys. <laughs> Lauren is so nervous right now. She's like, I'm so scared. She was like, Jess told me that she was quivering. <laughs> word for word, quivering. No, it's fine. I was telling Lauren, it's literally just having a conversation, you and I. I think it's because of my, my Demi Moore voice today. Okay, but people <laughs> like the like raspy rasp. voice. You do love the rasp. I always like, like whenever my voice is shot from spin, I'm always like kind of hoping it doesn't go 100% back to normal because I just like it a little bit more. Yeah. And I think other people do too. It's kind of hot. It is kind of mm-hmm. hot, except for when you go in for like a count and you lose your voice <laughs> and it sounds like you're a 12 year old boy yeah. that's dropping their balls for the first time and you're like, oh, well, that sucks. Anyway, <laughs> hi guys, welcome back to The Stride Effect. My name is Tradie Simone, I am your host for this week's episode. I have a guest with me today, as always. So today we have Lauren Semino. Lauren is Stride's studio manager, and I talked about her in the first episode, saying that I was scared of her. I never knew that. Wait, hold your mic. There you yeah, go, like that. that. Now <laughs> the people can hear you. No, I never knew that. Yeah, I mean, why would I tell you that? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, um, so we like launched the episode on a Wednesday and then I went into the studio and Lauren was like, I'm listening to the part where you talked about that. And I was like, yeah, I just, I wore a top knot today, by the way. You did? I did. Lauren made a top knot appearance. I have a top knot in right now, but you it's did. low. A low top knot. It's because I took my extensions out, but that's a whole other story. I can make my podcast about that. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm just like <laughs> the sidetracked. But anyway, <laughs> Lauren is Stride Studio Manager. Um, so a lot of people call Lauren, uh, Cotto, El Semino, just Semino, not just, but Semino. Semino. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite nickname? I think Cotto. Okay. Do you want to tell the people why? I I don't know. Uh, Actually, no, I do. My friend Z started it Mm -hmm. and, um, she called me, yeah, young Cotto would be my rapper name if I were a rapper. Got it. So now like when people catch on, like a lot, like even people like that I would never have expected call me Kato. I'm like, oh, I like that. It's kind of catchy. And to clarify, Kato is because our favorite <laughs> food is avocado. <laughs> it's not just that we came up with Kato out of like our ass and we're like, let's call you Kato. Yeah, it's from avocado. even calls me Kato. Got it. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Remember when you became manager uh-huh. and the girls, Vic and Anne, had Kato shirts? Oh, yeah. that's literally the cutest picture it's ever. my favorite shirt. That's the cutest shirt ever. It is. So Lauren is, like I said, fourth time saying it, Stride (laughs) Studio Manager um, at Phoenixville. And I want to hear a little bit about you, Lauren, and I'm sure the people do too. So how did you get into spin? Where was your start? Give us the whole whole backstory. So it's funny. Like I actually never realized how similar we were in that aspect. So I lived in LA for three years, um, moved home, was in such a rut. Actually, my best friend, Christina... She was like, hey, like, I really want you to try a spin class with me. And I was looking at it online. I'm like, nah, like, I don't really think this is for me. This is crazy. So I walked in and I remember how I felt afterwards was like, I, I don't know, like, I, it was like an out of body experience. And I never looked back. So yeah, I found spin and then I started doing bar. And I mean, now I'm. I'd say like T-Rex and Box are probably my favorite, but um, Spin is definitely where it started. I think that's where it all started for all yeah. of us was in Spin. Yeah. Okay, so wait, I want to hear about LA. I'm sure other people do too. So why'd you go out there? How long were you out there? Where'd you live? What'd you do? Give me the whole rundown. Um, I went to LA. I got out of a pretty, 
you know, decently toxic relationship. I feel like that's the start of all those things. And um, I moved out with my best friend, Trevor. He was already out there. He went to ASU. And I lived with him and his boyfriend. And I was there for three years. It was three of probably the best years of my life. We lived in WeHo, which is West Hollywood, if you didn't know what WeHo is. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. Like, and I think back, like, I'd say about a year into it was when I finally was kind of like, okay, Lauren, like, you need to get your shit together. My dad would call me, like, all right, like, maybe you should get, like, a real job. Like, um, I'm sick of feeding into your experiment. What were you doing the whole first year? Um, working in a restaurant as a hostess and a waitress. I love that. What restaurant? Give them some clout. Uh, Planet Dailies. Oh, Planet Dailies, yeah. shout out. Right above uh, Dylan's Candy at the Grove. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah where I saw um, David Beckham and his son one day. That's so hot. It was hot. the best day of my life. That's so hot. <laughs> um, Did you serve them? No, I didn't. Oh. Mario Lopez, though. Is that the one from E? Yes, yes. Did you talk to Bell. David Beckham? No, I didn't. I, see, I was like, I, I completely missed the whole Safe by the Bell generation. Oh. It was, that was not me. It was good. It was good. Yeah, him and uh, Maria Menounos. Don't know who that is, <laughs> but I'll Funny. take your word Funny. for it. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> okay, so your dad was like, I'm tired of like giving you money to be a waitress. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, so then what? I got a big girl job. I went to school for marketing. So I started working at a marketing firm, and I liked it. It was decent, but, um, you know, as much as I miss the West Coast and I miss being out there every day, it is the vibe, man. Like, I don't know how they – they don't work. No. <laughs> like, straight like, up, no. They don't work. Things just get done when they get done. And I'm, like, I'm basic, I'm a lot like you in the aspect where, like, when I wake up, I'm, like, all right, let's go. Mm. Like, let's start our day. Let's do this. They want to meditate for, like, an yeah. hour and a half. Then they want to write, like, a novel in their journal about why they're, like, the best and how they're soul-searching to find themselves. It's funny And then they want to, like, go to brunch at, like, 1045. But you don't get there until 1 because of the traffic, even if you leave your apartment at 1030 in the morning. And then you're at brunch for like three hours. And then you get home at five o'clock. And then before you know it, oh, it's time for your keratin treatment. So <laughs> you go do that. You get back at nine o'clock and you start pounding the alcohol and you go out to clubs. <laughs> One Oak. One Oak, man. <laughs> you went to One I, Oak? Yeah, I used to live um, pretty much across the street. Yeah. I lived um, so where Chateau Marmont was on Sunset. Yeah. I lived right off of Havenhurst. Dude, yeah. dude, some of my best <laughs> memories are little 17-year-old me going into One Oak with a fake ID that a promoter uh, gave me. See, I was 24 when I went. I was 17. I was old. 17. It's so funny because baby. when I lived in LA, I lived, it was at the same time Lauren was there. We completely overlapped. So we must have ran into each other a couple Had of times in LA because I lived in um, Studio City and I lived on Bluffside, which is like right off of this... Um, like strip mall, I guess you would call it, like yeah. little shopping center yeah. that everybody went to. It had like a Ralph's, so I know a Starbucks. We used to go to the same grocery store sometimes. Uh huh. There was a Starbucks there. Yeah. There was a really good nail place in there. Um, Michael Scott from the office. What's his name? Steve Carell. Yeah. He would always be in there. David Dobrik just was there. Like it's like everyone goes to that shopping center, and it's like cool that we've pre and it's. Yeah. I lived right off Ventura, so I was like right by the Lemonade, which I used to always go to. Yeah, yeah. Like I was so close to that. We were probably at Earth Cafe at the same time. Yeah. I would go to the one on Melrose. Same. Because I was four miles and it had valet and I was like, I don't want to deal with parking. So I would always just valet my Parking. my old Mercedes. And I know that sounds so like, 
my old Mercedes, but like it was a little like my grandpa's like 1990 Mercedes or something like that. It barely, barely ran. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's a kind of thing. What did Trevor used to drive? He used to drive a boat. LA is crazy. It's so crazy. I lived, speaking of like traffic and parking though, I live, I'm so lame of me, 5.37 miles from work and it would take me over an hour to get to work. In LA you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a commute to work, but when I would go to Earth Cafe, it was four miles. It was four miles and it would take me 45 minutes. And I'm like, the suburbs of Philly would never do this to me. No. Like ever. My dad used to make fun of me and I'll never forget. He gets off the plane the first time visiting and he goes, can we just see what all this LA bullshit is about like making fun of me? And then he gets in not even five minutes. He calls me. He's like, this is no joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. Any time of the day too. Any time. It does not matter. Any be dead ass in the middle of the night. Yep. Literally any time. any time of the day. It sucks. Yeah. It like makes you want to stay home and never go outside. I mean, maybe that was just me. No. I never wanted to leave my apartment because no. I was like, it's going to take me an hour to get anywhere at least. Then I'm going to have to go out, find parking, which never made me want to leave. And if you wanted to have an Uber, fine. It's a $60 Uber because pro- there's probably a surcharge and you have to be in traffic the whole time in the Uber. Exactly. So you're just wasting yeah. time. Wasting so I would yeah. try and do like everything from home. Yeah. Like I'd postmate all of my food. That was when I found that you could like postmate weed, which was <laughs> crazy. Not postmate. Um it's called Emerald Express. Oh. Crazy. You would text it. I had my card. You did? You had I a did. card? I did. Yeah. They didn't even ask me. Really? And maybe I was wreck at the time. Oh. I don't know. But yeah. like we're not condoning smoking. <laughs> we're just talking about our past experiences. It's legal out there. It's yeah, Sounds it is legal cool. out there. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I just remember being like 17 and like my roommate was like a huge stoner. So we always had weed and then she would just be like, um, yeah, like you can just order like all these blunts. And I was like, what a concept like 2015, man, what a time. (laughs) Imagine what they do now. Now you don't even need your card. Really? You can just walk in. Well, they look like now, but they look like Apple stores. You should see them. Yeah. I I haven't been to one recently. Yeah. No. No, but um, it it really is crazy. Yeah, yeah. LA's a wild time. It is. That's why I miss it so much. Like, yeah, and you it miss made that? me, like we were talking earlier, like it made me feel free. Mm-hmm. Like it 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 made me find who I am. I mean, like mm-hmm. you know, for those of you that don't know, I am an only child. Oh, and, you know, I like take pride in that though. Yeah, like you I'm very, I'm very independent, and I mean, not many kids would leave their family mm-hmm. and move 3,000 miles across the country for three years. Especially like, because of how close you are with your dad. Yeah. Um, I know. That was one thing that was like, it will forever be engraved in my brain. When I left and watching my dad stand at the security gate, oh sobbing, the security guy had to walk up to my dad and say, sir, I do not think you're making this easier on your daughter. You need to just let her go. <laughs> I'm going to cry thinking it was about so that. so sad. It was oh, so sad. I, I don't know how I made her dad. Oh, he's the cutest damn thing. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Samino, if you're listening to this, just don't. <laughs> I have the biggest crush on Lauren's dad. Sorry if you heard that, Mr. Every- Samino. Listen, everybody did in high school. When I was in high school, I remember the one he came with me to a basketball game. The next day, his score was like, who's your older boyfriend? I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, it's my dad. No, look, you guys don't look like boyfriend, girlfriend, because you have the no. same hands. Features, nose. But the hands is really The hands, it's me. creepy. It's crazy. It's, and feet. 
It's I mean, like it's... they cut off his hands and put them on you. <laughs> I know. But you don't have manly hands. No, but. And he doesn't have girly hands. No. But it works. You have like little stub, little stubby nail beds. Yeah, I don't you, know. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. We do the same hands. It's crazy. Anyway, enough about yeah, my dad's and my hands. Lou. <laughs> That's his name, right? Lou. Oh, yeah. Lou. Lou. What's up, man? <laughs> LA, you were vegan. Yes. So Talk to um, me. About four months before I moved to LA, I decided to go vegan. I actually read Alicia Silverstone's book. What's it called? I don't remember. What was the name of that? I don't know. I can look it up. Oh, you should look it up. It was, I changed my whole world. What did it say in it? Um, it the- was just like basically, you know, like why being plant-based is so much better. Why, you know, like basically how they process everything that's meat or dairy that goes into your body and it was just kind of like life-changing and like for me I had stomach aches literally every day of my life I mean like you talk about bloat it was every day um I also have an umbilical hernia so like if I eat like even the slightest bit too much like my whole day set off Mm -hmm. so I was like determined to find something that was going to just help me like digest better and after eating I was like you know what this is it I'm going plant-based it's going to help me um I mean, I definitely, as Trevor said, I got worried about you too skinny. You say that all the time. <laughs> I mean, I got skinny. I got thin. Um, but I, I think was that's what happens good. when everyone first goes vegan. Because that's yes. exactly what happened to me. Yes. Like, you just drop 20 pounds it, that, no, so quick. And you I don't did. even know you have 20 pounds to drop. And it just yeah. goes away. And you're like, hmm. Yeah, I feel like I was fading away. I remember I was in Christina's wedding. And... um I, I couldn't even fit into my dress the day of her wedding because it was falling off of me. That's crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I thought she was going to kill me. It's How fine. tall Sorry, are you? Christina. Um, 5'3". How much did you weigh? 93 pounds. That's crazy. Yeah. And I look, it, when you're in it though, like I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me. Totally. You feel like you look great. Yeah. I thought I looked yeah. great. I like, it's, our lives are so parallel. It's I, so bizarre yeah because when I went vegan like I said I dropped a bunch of weight and I remember like a couple of my friends and their moms even would be like you know Tori's looking really thin and I just was like thank you like I thought I looked amazing yes same my and family I would do back. the same thing yeah I look back and I'm like I looked sick yes like emancipated yeah, yeah. like I completely was like skin and bones mm-hmm. and like you and I always are guilty of like idolizing that time of our lives and being like, man, I, we, I like want to be worried about you skinny again. Like we yeah. always say that to each other. Yeah. But like, I honestly wouldn't want to be that skinny again. No, never. Like I definitely want to like, I feel like I definitely have some fluff to lose, but I wouldn't want to be that skinny again. No, like I had like, you know, I had no ass. I had no hips. I had no nothing. Mm-hmm. And like, but again, it's like, it's funny. Cause you're like, you know, think about it. Like, you know, that's what men want. But like, I don't know. For some reason, you just don't. And then L.A. didn't help me. No. So when I'm out there, I mean, I'm judging myself compared to everybody else. And I'm like, oh, my God, she is this and she's so much thinner and this and that. And then it's like, Lauren, you're 93 pounds. Like, you got to chill. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a I'd say like L.A. was just really definitely a growing experience for me. Yeah. It's definitely like, vicious. Yeah. And it's it so easy to be vegan out there. Yes. That it was just like it's just kind of your way of life. So like when you're just it's there's an option at every single restaurant to be vegan. Yes. Like it's almost harder to not be vegan in L.A. Absolutely. than to be vegan in L.A. So like 
having the convenience of being vegan is something that we don't have over here. Like it's definitely gotten so much better like five years ago. And I think that's like a huge part of like why I went out too. Cause mm-hmm. like I was at a point where I was like, all right, do I want to move to New York or do I want to move to LA? Like those are my options. And you knew you wanted to move. I knew. I was because like, of the relationship you were like, yeah. I got to get out. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I lived with him for a month. It was a rough month. And this was the one that you were on and off with for four years. Yeah. Got it. And then, uh, I, I remember I was talking to Trevor and he's like, so you're telling me you want to go live in a bread box in New York city and freeze to death and pay $2,000 a month just for yourself. I was like, all right, see you in LA. Imagine how different your life would have been if you moved to yeah. New York instead of LA. So different. I don't even know where I'd be right now. Me either. I really don't. Me either. It's really crazy to think about that. Yeah. I was like such a hippie out there. I loved it. Yeah. It's like freeing out there. It is. It is. While there's like a level of complete, like an utter fakeness, <laughs> there's also like another layer of just feeling really free. Yeah. It's yeah, like a absolutely. weird, it's a weird mixture. You have to surround yourself with the right people too. Like it's right. really easy to get caught up in the wrong crowd in LA. That's what happened oh, to me. Yeah. Well, and you know, it helped that I had Trevor out there mm-hmm. and Stuart. Um, my dad teases me because he says that I always flock to the gays, but I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the, it's LA honestly, it's LA and like I'm they know how to have fun man yeah. they know how to party they know where to go I mm-hmm. like I didn't need to go outside of WeHo I didn't need to meet some like dude that just wanted to talk about his headshots from earlier that day mm-hmm. like I just wanted to dance mm-hmm. shake my ass drink like that's you know and that's what I did for three years and I love that <laughs> for you no, but seriously, I always joke about with my YouTube friends that everyone in LA is gay. And if you go out there straight, you're coming home gay. Like, it's just a thing. Like, I see so many girls, like, at least date a girl out there. If they're oh, not, like, completely yeah. les by the end of it, they will definitely date a girl just because, like, all the guys are gay. All the guys are dating guys. So if you want some loving, you got to find your own gender. Yeah. You got to do it, man. Yeah. It's funny. Um, Alice and I were just out there. And one of the girls I'm friends with used to be a lesbian. Used to be? Yeah. Now she's not. Where does she live now? Here? Uh, no, she's out in L.A. She changed out in L.A. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy, she man. met a great guy. But like. So was she bi or was she like, was she completely like, no. like, I was less. She was completely. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. She's crazy. And that's the free life out that's there. That's the freedom of L.A., bro. You like, can totally and like, it's just, do and whatever people you here want. Are like, you what? And now there it's like, yeah. It's so just, normal. Yeah. Which is like a beautiful love, thing. Yeah, I love it. That's yeah. the energy that I love. Like that's what it is that I miss. Like I love that energy and like just I don't know. But the work life of it. You tell me about that. Me I cannot imagine having a nine to five in LA. Oh my god! Like, and the other thing was th- this was the thing I hated most about my marketing job was like when I'd get to work, I hated that everybody else was three hours ahead of me. So, like, when you're starting yes. at 9, yeah. everybody on the East Coast not only works their ass off, but they started three hours ago. At least. At least. Knowing most of the East Coasters, they started at 6 a.m. Yes. And they woke up at 5. That's th- so, that's 3 a.m. out there. That's 3 a.m. Exactly. So, like, that that was the hardest. You're at the clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Just closing them down. Bitch. <laughs> We're late night. We're going on the rocks. Remember that place? I do. It's right next to one oak. <laughs> I swear. <sighs> oh. But yeah, it it's just, that's another thing that, between that and my family, like, 
I needed to come home. Yeah. Yeah. So then you moved home. That's how I moved home, yeah. So then when you moved home, where'd you go? I was actually living with my grandparents for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you had a job. I got my old job back that I worked at before I moved to L.A. And then how long after you moved back did you find spin? One month. Got it. And did and you then, get addicted like right yes. away? Yes. Like, I've all, like, I mean, obviously, you know, like, I've always been, like, in tune with my body. So, like, you know, I like to work out. But I never had, I was never, like, a, not that I wasn't a fan. I just wasn't, I didn't know really about group fitness. So, like, I, like, when I lived out in L.A., like, I'd go to a gym and do my own workout. You never went to, like, solar or anything out Mm -mm, there? I didn't. It definitely wasn't, like, as big as it is now. Like, for sure. Like, that was, like... When did you come back? 2015? End of 2015? Early 2016? I think early 2016. When or did maybe you s- the very end of 2015. When did you start going to the studio? Um, it had to have been early six, 2016. So we started going at like the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember you when I first started going there. Thanks. I remember Jess. Just because I used to take her classes. Yeah, yeah. I remember you because you scared me. <laughs> you didn't talk to me. I mean, I remember you because then you started teaching Monday morning, 6 a.m. I was there every, it was at 5.45. I was there every Monday. Every single Monday. And I did one thing, and I think that's how we became friends. I'd go to your legs all the time. You did. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. I used to sprint and used to love Mm -hmm. how fast my legs go. I love how fast Lauren's legs go. So (gasps) like to, and I like, I obviously knew of Lauren because she was just like, a ride or die at that studio and like she wore a top knot she was so good like she went to all of Jess's classes and like she was in like that little crew and I was like man I could never but um no and then I started instructing and then Lauren would come to my classes before work and her legs were so fast and I was like this girl is such a good rider and like she should be up on the stage not me so I would always like go up to her bike and I'd be like and she would laugh and I was like okay so I think we're friends (laughs) You know what? I started to like you. I remember the turning point when I like really fell in love with you. Oh, tell me. You um, were cooling down to Comfortable by (laughs) K-Camp. Bitch. Song will forever remind me of you. Thank you. And I was like, God, I love this girl's style. I love her music. It was definitely the music. Like I was so drawn to you. Oh my God. I I remember I'd wake I would get so excited Sunday night to go to bed and wake up and go to your class because like oh I couldn't wait to hear what you were going to play. Oh my your god! Your playlist literally. Wait, I want to go me. back and look at some of them. Oh, they were so good. I'm gonna look right now. Yeah, I have all of them still, which is like so fun to look at. So do I. When I first started teaching, I saved them all. What time? Like, would you come in like the summer? I guess. Five forty-five. Yeah. Drake versus Meek. Oh. I opened with Guy Lachester. Go me. Let's see, what's this one? 622, I opened with Down On Me. <laughs> then I did Scholarship by Juicy J, Wild Thoughts by DJ Khaled and Rihanna. Butterfly Effect. Oh, you know what song reminds me of you? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Goosebumps, bitch. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> if you don't, sucks to not know. <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's when I fell in love with you. It's like that TikTok where it's like, Funny how these bitches turn into my fans or something like that. I don't have TikTok yet. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. I know. I need to. It's just another thing to get lost in. Listen, I'm busy every day. I wish I'd never (laughs) downloaded that stupid app. I'm literally yesterday. I spent, I think, four hours on it. Yeah. 
stop. I mean, I was in bed like yeah, 10 o'clock and I was like, I'm going to go to bed. I went to bed at like two because I was on TikTok for yeah, four see, hours. I can't do it. Yeah. It sucked. No. I mean, eventually I will cave. I know I will. I cave with everything. It's so fun. I'll show you talks when we're done. Okay. It's so fun. I'm going to get me addicted. get into your journey to get to where you are so you were a client Mm. you left to go instruct at a different studio Mm -hmm. tell me about it um it was definitely a different feel like it was I'm gonna be honest when I first started teaching it's not that I didn't love it I think I was definitely in my head like I for right reasons you had a lot of reasons to be yeah I was really in my head and I'll never forget when I left and I went to Stride and after, maybe it was my first class, but it was right after I first started teaching, you and Jess were standing outside of the door and you both were like looking at me in awe and I was like, what? And they were, you both were like, you found your voice. Like, I didn't even like sound like myself anymore. Yeah. Like thinking about like how you and Jess were talking about like, hello, like your voice. Like, yeah, it was like, I don't know, like. I, I don't, I think if I heard a class when I first started teaching, I wouldn't even recognize my voice. Yeah. It could, totally get that. Yeah. I was always so nervous. Mm-hmm. Totally normal. Yeah. And I think people forget that like we get nervous too. Like yeah. riders come and they get nervous, but like when we're first beginning, like we get really nervous too. Yeah. Like people will like take shots before to like kind of <laughs> calm the nerves. Chelsea on her birthday. Chelsea on her birthday. <laughs> Poor girl just threw up. <laughs> She took like three shots and then she's doing like J-Lo. She's so fast. She's like, I'm going to hurl. How do you guys do this? And I'm like, Chelsea, we normally don't take shots before. <laughs> no. And yeah. like, you don't realize like, you know, yeah, maybe I can hit every beat when I'm taking a class. But when mm-hmm. you start teaching, like you get breathless, man. The stamina is totally different. Yeah. And that's what's so funny. Like Kylie, our front yeah. desk girl, Kylie, we, <laughs> Kylie, if you're listening to this, we freaking love you girl um kylie and mckenna mckenna if you're listening to this we love you girl kylie and hudson baby hudson oh my god would die he's ever missing him i took him i literally love that child you heard it here first everybody if there's ever kidnapping on hudson you know where to go yeah um he was oh my god he was wearing a hoodie today it was the cutest thing i was like all babies should be made to wear hoodies like it should be a, a law that babies have and to wear hoodies. And he comes in with like the little bear ears on his hoodie. Kill me. I melt. <laughs> Absolutely. Just kill me. Please. Ugh. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> Kylie and McKenna made a spin video. Like they were just like dicking around one day when like when they were um, cleaning. And Kylie's still it's like I don't know how you guys do this I am so out of breath. I don't know how you guys always talk. And I was like Kylie you'll learn. <laughs> yeah it takes time. Yeah, it, does. it takes a lot of time. Um but obviously, too, like, I think really what it was for me was I didn't feel at home until I got to stride. Like, mm-hmm. I felt comfortable. I felt in my element. And I felt like I could be me and say what I wanted to say. And nobody was judging what I was saying. And I found my voice. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And you were there. You were, like, 
the mastermind behind Stride itself. I'll never forget that I always tell it from my point of view, but I want to hear it from your point of view. See, I think you said you thought it was a Thursday. I thought it was a Monday. Not that that really matters, but I just Maybe remember. Maybe it was a Monday. I think I thought it was a Monday because I remember it was like the start of my week. Tell me it. But anyway, I remember coming out of class and like at that point you and I had gotten close and like I could talk. I think this was shortly after she had gave me like 36 lipsticks from MAC. And you would give me cookie butter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best. So, um, yeah, I remember I walked out of class and like you just looked super down and I wasn't used to seeing you down. Like you were always just so chipper and like bubbly and fun. So I was like, Tori, like, what's up? And everybody was gone. And like normally I'd run out to go to work. But I was like, no, nah, like she needs me right now. Like something's going on. And I was like, what's wrong? And you're just like, I don't know. Like I just, I feel like there's just like so much more something else like out there. And, and I'm like, then what are you waiting for? And I don't know what made me even say it. But I remember saying word for word like, Yo, if you and Jess open a studio tomorrow, I'd literally drop my entire life and I'd be there. Yeah. Yeah, you did say yeah, that. I sa- and I remember saying that. And I remember leaving like with the weirdest feeling like, God, how fucking awesome would that be? Mm-hmm. Like, and this was what you were already signed to go to a different studio yeah. at this point too. Yeah. So like I had like no idea that like that was even something that you actually we're looking to do next like you never told me like oh I want to open my own studio yeah I was just like yo you need to open your I think I was like that little extra push that you needed like okay somebody has faith in me yeah and like it definitely reassured me that like okay my like people would actually come to somewhere that I would go to or that I would open I remember like thinking like literally everybody is going to go Mm -hmm. because you both have just like such a welcoming demeanor about you that's like unlike anything I've ever gone to yeah I remember when I was setting up stride we went to true food yeah and um you ran into Carla who um Carla's gonna be on the podcast very soon Carla's one of my instructors and you ran into Carla and Carla was like I want to be a part of stride and then she reached out like later for an audition and then you also ran into Christina Mm-hmm. And Christina said to you, sorry, I think the sun's right in your eyes. Is that annoying? No, it's not. It's fine. Okay. Um, it's golden hour here, yeah. everybody. So Glow. Lauren's looking beautiful. Okay. Um, I remember then Christina said to you that like Stride was going to be a huge success. Yeah. And you said that to me, like in the middle of like setting up when we went to True Food. And I was like, okay, like I need to hear that. Like Lauren was always reassuring me the whole time that like it's going to be successful and like it's everything's going to pay off. Yeah. Like you were always like that rock for me, which I really always appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Don't true. Worry. It's true. <laughs> I love that. Like, I honestly, not to say like I'm Stride's number one fan, but like I always you just are. felt, but like I always felt like, and the second Stride opened, like, and I know that I can definitely vouch for the majority of our instructors. They would literally die for Stride. I mean, I know mm-hmm. we all feel that way, but the second Stride opened, I was like, my first thought was, what can I do to be here every day of my life? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm serious. Like I just, I, yeah, yeah. definitely like Stride's number one fan, man. Yeah. And at the time when Stride opened, you weren't the manager. No. You were just teaching spin, I had no idea. box, it was even like a TRX. possibility. Yeah. Cause we had a manager at the time. Yeah. 
and she, um, Sarah, she's still with us. She, um, took on a corporate job, a nine to five. So then we weren't with, we were without a manager for like six months, I'd say. Yeah. From like March to when, when did you come on? September? No, August. It was right after the one year. Yeah. So like five or six months we were without a manager and it was fine. It was fine. I mean, you and Jess did a great job of still running. Yeah. 2019 was very cruise control for the studio. Like it was just like 2018 was like, get it open. Like, let's go. 2019 was very like cruise control. Let's grow. Let's like make it the best. And now 2020 is like, let's like make this a brand. Like, let's do this. Um, so yeah. So when you were teaching for us in the beginning of stride, you had a full time nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. That was hard to juggle. Mm -hmm. Cause I was at that point I was teaching Sunday morning, eight 30 spin. Um, I didn't, don't think I had Monday, Tuesday. You Wednesday, had Tuesday. I did have Tuesday, 545. Yeah. yeah. In the morning. In the morning. And then she'd go to work. Then I go to work. Did you have something Tuesday night? I didn't. Wednesday Never? night, I always had a double. Thursday, I had my 7 p.m. And then Friday, I'd work from home and take your 930. Yeah, that was the best. Yeah. And then Saturday, 9 a.m. So mm-hmm. I was literally working every single day whether it was stride or you know my corporate job which you know teaching isn't it's working but it's not like it's fun for me well there's definitely work that goes outside of it yes like playlist making yes which is nobody gets it man like it's funny like I got into it with my mom the other weekend because my mom it was a Sunday night I'm like I gotta make a playlist for tomorrow so I put my airpods in it was probably a good hour and she's like what are you doing? Like, what were you doing all that time? Listening to music? No. Like, I need the right vibe. I need the right jam for, like, my 8.30 class. Like, I don't know. It takes time. Like, yeah, yeah, some days it takes me 10 minutes. The next day it might take me an hour. Yeah. And then you got Box TRX, like. You got to plan that. Yeah, I got to make a regimen. you can just wing it. Yeah, spin it But, like, Box TRX, like, you just can't. Yeah, my mom, like, just, like, didn't get it. She's not the only one that doesn't just get it, but. You were in a relationship then. Yeah. Did he get it? No. Yeah. It's hard for people to understand because they come as clients and they take our classes and they're like, and honestly, like when I take class, I'm guilty of this where like I enjoy music, but I don't think about it at all. You know, like I hear a song, I'm like, okay, this is what we're spinning to. And that's that. Like you don't think about like, oh, well, this song was between this and two other songs. Like what's going to be the better song to play for this class? Or like I want to do a quick constant right here, but this is too quick or this is too slow of a, of, a, of a quick song. Like you have to find the right stuff. So as an instructor, like the reason why when you're a writer, everything sounds so great and seamless is because as instructors, we spend so much time finding the right music to make sure that it always sounds perfect. So that you don't even think about the music ever other than I love the song. Exactly. That's the only thing we want you to think about. Exactly. I love the song. I love the vibe of this class. I feel great. Mm-hmm. And that's portrayed by music. Like, can you imagine if we go in and played like awful songs? Who would come to our class? No one would come. Like, <laughs> like if we played like, I don't know, like YMCA, who the <laughs> hell would show up? like honestly like the music is such a big part of what we do that it takes so much time outside of the studio like teaching like it takes me less time to teach a class than it does to make the playlist for the class absolutely every every single time Mm -hmm. and it's always about the vibe like what what do you want to give people that day I think what takes me the longest is always my inspo song yeah because it needs to like 
I got to be feeling what the song is saying or what the energy of the music, like the beat, you know, you can feel a beat. And like, I need to be feeling that in order to like say what it is I want to say in class that day or what it is I want to talk about. Or like sometimes I find a song and I'm like, I don't even need to say a damn word because this song just like speaks volumes. The bones. Yes. Ugh. Just sitting out in the lobby when Tori plays it every time, crying my eyes out. That's like that's it's the best song. song. We so love that good. song. It's so good. It really is so good. Yeah, playlist making is huge, and a lot of people don't get it. Yeah. Once you start telling people that, like, it's your job, though. Like, I've been so lucky where I've never had anyone like give me shit for making playlists all the time, but a lot of instructors like deal with it. Yeah, and like getting shit for also now that I'm manager too, like you know always being very attentive to my phone mm-hmm. like my phone doesn't stop it does ever and like just because I don't work a nine-to-five and I'm not you know like yes I'm on salary like it do- it doesn't mean like you know I don't still have a job and I don't still have like responsibilities and like yes there's times and places you're gonna need to put your phone down you gotta live life but you know like if it's 8 p.m. on a freaking Tuesday and the speaker, the music's not coming out of the speakers and, like, you know, something's going on, like, you got to be there. 5.15 in the morning, yes. you get the calls. Like, Tori's yeah. your girl for that. I'm yeah. sorry I always sleep through my no, phone in I the mornings. Every once in a while, I will be up. And I literally wake up, I'm like, follow. So bad. And it's always Vic. She's like, ah, oh, did I wake you up? I'm so sorry. I'm like, Vic, it's fine. Like, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, And she's like, it's not working. I'm like, oh, man. it's a part of it though like your phone you're attached to your phone because there's 45 girls that depend on you like if they need you absolutely and we're lucky that they can choose between like three of us like if one of us isn't available that they can call the other two and one of us will always pick up always but it's very like I mean I definitely have an awful relationship with my phone because of that reason like I I'm completely attached to my phone. And like I sent out an email to you and Jess on Monday about how I'm going to Jamaica. And I was like, I'm so anxious about being away from my phone and like not being like on the beach without my phone because it won't work out on the beach because I'm in a different country. I shouldn't say this to you, but like one of my favorite things about you is that you always answer my call. Thanks. There's never a time you don't. But like, I mean, it's great. It's not great maybe personally, but it's great like as a boss like for me like when I need something like there's never like whether it's personal or business there's never one moment like you're not there thanks no I really appreciate that like I always make sure that you guys are my priority and that you feel like you are too so that means a lot that you say that I feel it thanks yeah thanks that's really what I try for so um the role of how you switched from manager or from corporate to manager was like crazy it was. So you were always just, walk me through it, because you were always so sad, like for lack of a better word. Always. You know what I think it was? So before I moved out to LA, I worked at an office job, and I loved my job then. I really did. I loved going to work. I loved the people I worked with. You know, they were mostly my age, and like it was just, you know, your normal nine to five office job. And then I moved out there, and that's what ruined me, was when I had a taste of like, working at a restaurant and not having that nine to five and having more like a flexibility to do things that I wanted, maybe not at night. And, you know, like it is definitely flexible. So, um, I remember when I, I went back to the office job out in LA, I remember word for word, I said to Trevor, 
all I want to do is instruct, work out, and manage a gym, word for word. I was like, I just like, I just want to be in that environment. Like, because every time I'd walk into the gym, I always felt good. Like, whether it was the gym or the studio that I came back to after I moved home, like, I always felt so good about myself. And like, I wanted to feel that all the time. So, yeah, I always put it out to the universe. Like, I'm miserable, man. I don't want to be stuck at this nine to five anymore. Like, I don't want to be stuck in a cubicle or an office. Like, yeah, there's a lot more that comes with it. Like, I'm working probably a lot more than I used to work. But, I mean, my happiness is above everything. Like, I'm so happy doing what I'm doing now. And it shows. Thanks. You're welcome. I know. Kelly Han the other day said to me, that Samino smiles back. Samino smiles back. <laughs> Fucking love that girl. I know. What's up, Kelly Hand? Right. <laughs> love that girl. But yeah, I um, so I just put it out there, and then I remember I was in Outer Banks, and Tori texted me and said, "I have an idea for you." It's like okay. So then I came home, and she's like, "Let's go to True Foods for lunch." I mean, listen, when I worked at my nine to five. Tori and I would go to True Foods for like two to three hours. So to me, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to True Foods. Like, it's nothing it's new. Spot, yeah. It's, yeah, it's our spot. Like, we're just going to go shoot the shit, have a nice lunch, whatever. I love that saying. And um, I sit down. She goes, so what do you think about being Shride's manager? And like, I remember I got the butterflies. I was like, this is not real life. Like, this is not real life. I didn't even like, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, Yeah. She's like, okay. I was like, no, like, yeah, like we're doing this. I cannot imagine you not being manager now. I can't either. Like, I don't, even though it's only been what, August, September, October, November? Seven, six months? Six, six or seven? Months, yeah. I don't, like, I don't remember life before it. Me either. I cannot imagine you being at the studio, not manager. I think because before I was manager, I literally eat and breathed and slept stride. Mm. So, like, my mentality didn't change. Yeah. I still eat, breathe, and sleep it. Remember when you would surprise me all the time and I would get so excited? Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, because I was supposed to be at work and I it would just surprise pop me. in. I would freak She'd out. scream. Every single time. It's the best surprise seeing little Lauren Semino <laughs> standing in the hallway. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's the fucking best, dude. Good morning. It's literally the best. I'd be like, Lauren! <laughs> it's so fun to have Lauren in class. I remember one time Lindsay was like, Tori doesn't ever scream my name when I walk in. I'm like, that's because she knows you're coming. I said, I'm a surprise. <laughs> Lindsay loves to surprise me, though. She does. She's a great surprise. She is. So tell me what a normal day in your life is like being a studio manager. Walk me through a day. Um, From the time you wake up to when you go to bed. Any day of the week. Let's start with a Monday. Mondays Perfect. are my favorite. Hit me. I wake up, make my matcha. What time do you wake up? Um, no, I'd be like six, six thirty. How do you make your matcha? Oat milk. Yeah. And then what? Give and us the recipe. Matcha. Don't hold back. I, actually, Don't forget the cumin. <laughs> My God. You're coming. The other day, I have to tell this now that you said that. So the other day, <laughs> so the word, what literally, I, it's so disgusting. I don't know how I didn't throw up. I, um, got up. It was a Tuesday. So here, we'll go on a Tuesday. Okay. I woke up. And I try to be quiet. Right now I'm living with my best friend, Allison. And I'm trying to be quiet. So I walk upstairs. It's like, at this point, it's 530, pitch black, grab my oat milk, grab my matcha, start whisking it all together. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to put some cinnamon in this. 
So throw a little dash of cinnamon in there, heat it up, put it in my to-go cup, and out the door I go. So uh, I took body burnout, 7 a.m., I get done. I'm, like, so excited to heat my matcha back up and drink it. And walk in the back, and I'm like, it smells like a Mexican restaurant back here. So I heat my matcha up, I take a sip, and I'm like, okay, like, I feel like this tastes like tacos. And um, I walk out front, and Katie and Rachel are talking, and I, like, I had to stop them. I was like, guys, do you not smell that? And they smelled it, and I took a sip. I call Allison. I said, what did Mark make for dinner last night? She goes, oh, burger. She's, like, going down the line. I said, open your your cabinet of spices and tell me what's the first thing you see. And she goes, ground cumin. I said, first of all, it's ground cumin. So Allison to say cumin. Second of all, it's in my matcha right now. <laughs> I was drinking ground cumin. Cumin. Cumin in my matcha. <laughs> It's so disgusting. It's such a buzzkill. Normally there's cinnamon in it. So that's my recipe. I do uh, matcha love, Mm -hmm. cinnamon and oat milk, whisk it all together, heat it up, and that's it. Easy. Easy. All right. So you wake up. You make your matcha. matcha, Throw on my foundation. Got the eyelash extensions to make my life easy. Foundation. Is that what is it? The one and decay one and done, yep. baby. You took that from you and Vic. Yep, take it. Everyone, oh, get on it. It's the best. So good. It's the best. It stays on all day. I mean, I get to the studio at 8 a.m., I leave at 8 p.m., it's still there. Yep. Looks great. So put on one and done. Put on one done, walk out the door, get to the studio by 8, um, teach 8 30, spin, and then I work the front desk. What do you do at the front desk? It's a whirlwind between the phone ringing emails i mean mind body in itself is a job mind body is going to be the death of me i meant to tell you they kept calling me the other day really yeah. i gave them my phone number yeah no they kept calling me i know why they're calling you i will call them I'll tomorrow call them. yeah do it, do it on monday you <laughs> monday. don't need to do it today um but yeah it's like i feel like i'm putting out fires every day yeah. like People email, people email in about the craziest stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I love all of you so much. but it, And it's not even your fault. Like, mind-body just has a mind of its own. Yeah, mind-body. If you guys don't know what mind-body is, it's our POS system. It's where clients book their classes. It's where we're located. Um, it's where you buy classes. It's ev- everything, has to, everything with our business has to do with mind-body. And mind-body, if you're listening to this, you suck. Um, <laughs> please, like, I need somebody to come up with a better software. Yeah. Because it just absolutely sucks. And, um, it just doesn't, it, it, it ruins the seamlessness of our business Yes, completely. It ruin. it messes up client accounts. It messes Always. up sales. It overlaps dates. It just does everything so wrong. And I feel so bad for clients because it, it's hard for them. It's inconvenient for them to have to email us and be like, Hey, this is happening. Like what's, why is this happening? And a lot of times our answer is, mind body sucks like that's literally just the answer sometimes um so I always feel really bad it makes us look bad as business because it makes us look like we don't know what we're doing when honestly our software is just like it I swear to god it's taken over by teenage hackers every single day um it's just a really really bad software like but what sucks is it's like the leading software like no one else has made something better and I know that there's one being made right now and I am scared to pilot it because if that flops too, then it makes our business also look bad. So it's like, it's this really weird limbo right now with mind body. So when Lauren is talking about mind body, that's what she keeps talking about. If you're unfamiliar. 
Yeah. Sorry for the tangent. No, you're and my fine. Rant. Go off on the di- go off. I go off every my day. Body, please it. fix. Please. I mean, please fix. My favorite email is like, I purchased this. I don't understand why it's effective today. Like, I wanted to start after my package that's already active. Like, why would you do that? I, I'm not doing that. Right. That's the problem. And what? And like, if if anyone else here is a studio owner, just listen to that. You know that there's an option to change that setting where it's like, okay, then you can have it set to the first day of purchase. So let's say somebody purchases a package today. We're filming this on the 29th of February. If someone were to purchase a package today and the setting was set to activate on the first day of visit, let's say that they were able to come on a Wednesday. Let's say that's my light that just turned on. <laughs> Wednesday, March 3rd. I don't know if it's a Wednesday. We're going to call it a Wednesday. I think it's a Tuesday. March 3rd is Tuesday. Second. It's Allison's birthday. Okay. So March 3rd is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Let's say they can come on that Tuesday. They book it on that Tuesday. Let's say they got a 10-class card. Their 10-class card is then activated on that Tuesday. Let's say their schedule cleared up and they could come on a Monday on the 2nd. So if they were to go to book it on the 2nd, mind body would make them buy more classes. Yes. Because the package activated on on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. When they have nine classes and they're t- like, guys, we're right there with you. Yeah. It makes no sense. It is so frustrating. And it just sucks that like it's at your expense and that you guys have to like email us in about it because like we totally get it. It's such a pain in the ass. And like it's it just doesn't make sense. No, makes no sense. And then like my body will like merge client accounts together and like that causes a lot of problems. And like it's just it's so Oh my God. Sorry. I keep ranting on about mind body, but like that is a big part of Lauren's job is like the reactivity to clients and what their needs are. Do you want me to push that closer no, to this you? Is perfect. Okay. It's like reacting to what yeah. the clients need. Like, I don't know how you and Jess had time to do that and what you do on top of all that. Thanks. Like it's time consuming mm-hmm. and it's a pain and like good luck trying to get them on the phone. Cause you know, I've been trying to call them since last Monday. Clearly, they're calling Tori. <laughs> yeah, my body keeps calling me. I'm like, forward my calls to Lauren Sanino, not me. Uh, Thank you so much. But yeah. Other than mind body. Yeah, so you do um, mind body stuff. Yeah. Clients will call in about like their classes, like getting yeah. switched out of classes. A lot of times it's about late cancel and our cancellation policy. Yeah. Um, What else do you do at the front desk? We play Sweet Aloha orders. Yeah, we Sweet Aloha. Oh, you I do mean, room transitions? Room transitions, towels are always flowing mm-hmm. sweat's Constant always stream. flowing yep everywhere um sweat zone baby yeah something always has to be cleaned something always needs to be organized and straightened up i am such an organizational freak which thank god I, yeah because i like being organized but i'm not the one to uh, take initiative and do it so i'm so glad that you do like that i walk in the back room and there are days where like i could just scream at the top of my lungs like i love all 45 of you but <laughs> there's days <laughs> here I walk comes in, everybody and i'm like oh my god like a fucking tornado went off and i go on a rampage i want you guys to imagine <laughs> if you and 45 of your best girlfriends got ready for a night out that's what our back room yes. looks like. <laughs> yes. And even more so like the back back room where we have yeah. like all of our stuff. Like there are days I walk, I go in there and you can't walk in there because there's so much stuff. And then like, I mean, I swear, I feel like Kelly Hand is always there when at these moments because I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally having meltdowns back there. Next studio, we'll get it right. It's fine. We'll get it right. It's fine. We got those in shelves In we're, we're putting gonna... a lot more storage down there. I've learned. Yes, we need it. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, but um, are you gonna be coming to CIO? Yes, I am. Hell yeah! As many 
as many days as you need me to. Sundays. I still oh, need yeah. to manage Phoenixville. But yeah. Yeah. Love that. Sunday is going to be my day. Okay. Got it. So if you Sunday. guys want to come to Seattle, Lauren's going to be there on Sundays. Yeah. And if you want to make the trip down to Phoenixville, she's there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> Sunday she'll be at Seattle. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's your morning. Then we yeah. close in the middle of the day because we don't have classes. What do you do in the middle of the day? Um, well, Mondays we have our management meeting. Um, that's me, Lauren. I feel like Just we always have at least some kind of meeting on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, I always make my playlist for T-Rex at night in the middle of the day. I run errands. I feel like there's always errands to run. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear to God, our speakers blow every other week. Oh, my God. Which they're... Don't let our landlord hear that. But but no, it's not our fault. It's Robin, a I swear we're good. <laughs> it's a defect with our... We haven't had to pay for one speaker yet. If our stalker hears this, yeah. we are also not being loud. We're not loud at all. So sorry. Yeah. We're just fun. We're just fun. Listen, we know how to We're throw, motivating. We know how to throw a party. We can throw a jazzy old party. It's a damn club in there. We're just moving tables and furniture really, really don't want in the middle of this podcast. <laughs> don't mind me if you just heard me like panting into the <laughs> mic. <laughs> okay. Um, so you run errands. Run errands. We go to the speaker hospital. Yeah, all the time. The speaker hospital is just our um, audio store where we get the speakers yeah. repaired all the time. I just feel like your I, favorite place in the whole oh world. Oh my god, she loves me. Well, no. Where's your other favorite place? I'm drawing on the name right now. I don't want to talk about it. Sam Ash. Yes, Sam Ash. Sam Ash. Lauren you need loves to get it. Sam Ash. I swear, every time I have to go there, I'm there for two hours. I'm just trying to get new headsets. I've always had a very leisurely experience I'm there. The worst. I have a great time. I, I look at the why. guitars. <laughs> I even Take hit the drums around. a little bit. Good. Good I look you. at the vinyl. <laughs> I leave oh, with I new headsets every it. time. I'm like trotting out of there. I have a great time. I'll never forget the first time I went to Sam Ash and I had to swap out a couple of headsets. I called Dory. I'm losing it. She goes, so you didn't come home with any headsets? I go, no, I got fucking 10 in the back, bitch. I got 10. I got all the headsets you need. Look, Lauren is great. Uh, and I mean this in a very nice way. Complaining. Lauren's great at complaining and, and getting, getting what, what she want. wants. Yes. I am so like. I mean, I'm proud of myself because today I vocalized that I shouldn't get my hair extensions put back in. I'm proud of you. You know, that's like, I was like in Whole Foods today afterwards. I was like, man, I'm really proud of myself. Lauren, like, is very vocal about what she wants and she doesn't hold back. I'm a stress crier. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I will get stressed out and I'll start crying Mm -hmm. if I had to ask for something. My voice gets all shaky. You you do. You get like, you get really anxious about it. And I'm like, no, this is what I want. (laughs) yeah dude. and this is what you're gonna do there are some days where you get so mad i'm like lauren just let the universe be <laughs> like it's trying to teach you something open your eyes <laughs> and that's why i came home with 10 headsets <laughs> wait when they messed up your name on what was it your insurance and oh they called you laura God. you're like oh it's another phone call i have to make i was like lauren it's all right
car 2019 yeah. because let's talk about the 2020 tw- well yeah but my car it's a 2019 that I'm oh getting. oh i thought you were just saying the year no 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 <laughs> yeah she's got it <laughs> listen i'm so dumb listen it is an upgrade from the 2004 toyota corolla that i drive around now <laughs> with her janky aux cord oh my god speak listen speaker blown you literally can't like you can't you hear me coming down yeah the street. you do like, mm, if she's mm. on her phone in the car literally like she's plugged into the aux i'm like lauren i can't hear you she sounds like <laughs> i'm like lauren i literally can't hear you she goes oh, is that better <laughs> thank it's god she's so getting a new car my life is it's, going to improve it's gonna really improve i have a backup camera like i oh, am so pumped the simple things right so in the transition of this whole thing, I was on the hold one day for f- two hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two hours. Finally, I'm like, okay, great. They're sending me this in the mail. Like, you know, because email doesn't exist for some reason. We're back in the 50s. So I get this letter in the mail. It says, Laura Sumio. Sumio. Fuck. S-U-M-I-N-O. Sumo. I was like, what? What is this? I call back. I'm on hold for an hour. Get disconnected. You should see the letter I wrote. I sent the form in. You should see the letter I wrote with the form. You should see what she wrote to command strips, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Say the, if you want to see smoke come out of someone's ears, say the word command strips. Lauren boils up, bro. They like ripped off all of our all of our paint. It was one little patch. It, <laughs> it takes two seconds to paint over. And Lauren like literally is like, this is what they advertise for. Oh my God. Her and my mother were going off. Get Karen and Lauren in a room together. I swear to God, they're going to change the world. Oh, your mom and I could go at it. Oh, about they things. can go like, we at get, it. We get on the same page about something like, yes. yeah, Karen. Yes. Yes. Like you guys yeah. against the world. Yeah. Honestly, I don't want to be on the other side I of that. Karen. <laughs> Lauren and my mom are very close. But yeah, I got on the phone with the uh, command strip support. just think about what you just said (laughs) and i like went on a rampage of this woman for 15 minutes and she goes okay ma'am i'm gonna document this i said okay are you gonna pay for the paint for my walls (laughs) well no and i was like so what's the point of my rant like (laughs) I lost it on this woman. I, I don't remember how. I, I think I hung up on her. I got off the phone. Oh I was like, God, God Karen. So and, you know, funny. Karen, Karen, you know, she puts more smoke on my I ass know. about it. She loved my it. My mom really does. She was so proud of me. For my calling. mom's like, yeah, I can hear my mom now. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's and meanwhile, not. Jess and I are like, let the universe <laughs> take control. <laughs> you and know, I take pride in being in a free spirit, but there are moments you where have like your an moments. animal comes out Since of me. we all do. Yeah. We all have yeah, our moments. We do. we do. I mean, I had a moment right there the other night. You know, we yeah. all have our moments. Yes. <laughs> it happens. You did have a moment. Felt good. Yeah, you got to let it out. Yeah, you do. So, all right, so you run errands in the middle of the day. Run errands. And then, um, then I like what? to be back by 4 o'clock. Especially because I, like, I like to hang out. Yeah, I like so to I hang like out. to come to the studio. Yeah. And I like to like I like to make sure I'm there before all the girls get in. Mm-hmm. Like child care, front desk. And um Sweet little hawk calls from the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like to be the there. Come in. Make sure everything's That's unlocked. <laughs> What's up, Brian and Janine? Yeah. Love you guys. Oh my god. That bowl today. I haven't had a bowl since Valentine's Day. Now that's a long time That's for a me. long time. That's two weeks. 
When did you, what, what pool did you get? I got the Honolulu. Mm. Brian makes fun of me because he always goes, are you going to dirty up my Maui today? Because oh, I had spinach to it and everything. I turn everything brown. brown. It's gross. Listen, Tastes I got to get my greens in. Got to get them, baby. Yeah. And I, no matter what bowl I get, I mean, it needs a mound of peanut butter on it. What's your diet like these days? Um, are you vegan? I am vegan. Do you eat eggs? Nope. Okay, I did for that. people that are about to roast me and say she just said she's vegan, why would you ask if she ate eggs? I know what vegan means, okay? <laughs> the reason why I asked her that is because Lauren used to eat yes, eggs. Yes. So, okay, I say that I've been vegan for, what, eight, nine years? Yeah. Technically. Been vegan a while. Let's be technical. You haven't had meat. You've been a vegetarian. I've been vegetarian. Yeah. You haven't had meat in yes, a long time. I have time. not had meat. I have not had dairy. Mm-hmm. I don't do, well, other than eggs. Mm-hmm. I don't do cheese. I miss ice cream, but Ben and Jerry's has a really good dairy-free alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 2020. You don't need dairy yeah, these days, I don't, people. No. Let's go with it. I just don't like the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Like, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I cut out eggs again because I took a, I took the same blood test that Tor did. Yeah. What was it? Everly Well? Everly yeah. Well Food Sensitivity Test. And, um... It's funny because some people had so many mixed reviews about that. Like, mm. oh, well, I heard that if this came back, it's just because it's in your system. Well, let me tell you, mine was cow's milk, chicken, which both of them have been out of my system since nine years ago, 2012. Yeah. So like, no, yeah, I'm definitely highly reactive to them. Um, eggs was on there, almonds and cashews, which was heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, pea protein was on there, which I thought was That's very crazy. interesting because now that I, I think about it, like I think about all like the protein powders that I've experimented mm-hmm. with and how bloated they make me feel. Yeah. Probably because and pea protein. 10 times out of 10, they use pea protein. Yeah. Crazy. So I've cut that out. <clears throat> that has helped me cutting out, um, like the fake proteins. Yeah. I eat a lot of, um, like beans and nuts to get some protein somehow you're really good at saying no to foods that you know are going to make you feel bad later yeah like feel um sick is what i mean by that not like guilty yeah like that will make you like you're because you have a sensitive stomach yes so which is why i went vegan right and like if you have like coconut yogurt or if you have you know i can't think of anything else off the top of my head but you know like something will make your stomach feel really upset like you're really good at saying no about it i on the other hand i'm like yep i'll deal with it later bring it on baby i think it's because of my hernia yeah i think so too it it puts me in so much pain and then just puts me in a fog and a funk and like i hate being miserable yeah um like perfect example Uh, let me tell you sweet aloha's baked oatmeal Oh, with so the good. thick slab of oh. coconut yogurt that they hand make every day. That's Kai, you are sweet nothings amazing. to me right now. It's literally icing. What's up? It's so good. I cannot eat it. I am in the bathroom. More for me. For 24 hours straight. More for me, baby. You take it all. And it's so sad to me, though. Because it, it tastes so good. So good. And then, like, but yeah, you're, you're right. I'm really good at saying no. Because, mm-hmm. like, I just, I don't want to. Even with like yeah. drinking and alcohol too. Yeah. You only drink orange juice and Tito's. Yes. I really, really love to drink. Lauren's a fun drunk. I am I'm a great time. We she went- is a great 
cannot stress this enough. I'm losing it. A great it. time. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, I think I was singing that for it. two weeks straight. She's a great time, folks. <laughs> like, Lauren Cimino knows how to have a good time. Thank you. You're very welcome. I like to be a party. You're so fun to go out with. <laughs> like, she just does not care. No. At all. No. She'll do anything. Yeah, I will do anything. Anything. Anything Dory tells me to do, I have to do before I leave the bar, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Always, dude! I'm like, Lauren, you're only 31 once, go. <laughs> and she's like, Tori, say less, I'm on it. <laughs> okay. Okay, here I go. <laughs> no, Lauren's a really good time to go out with. But you're really good at drinking um, orange juice and Tito's. Yeah. What else do you dabble with? The drinking. Sometimes ciders. Good Sometimes cider. I love the taste of them. You don't do white claws. No, I try to stick away for too many bubbles. Yeah, the bubbles definitely like yeah make me super burpy, and it's yeah. gross to talk to me at a bar that's when not I'm burping cute. on you. Yeah, that's so gross. Like you want to talk to a guy when you're burping. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. I it's funny. I love when people are like, "Oh, you're vegan. What do you eat? Everything. Everything Literally except for everything for meat." Yeah. And dairy. And like you and I were talking about this the other day. We do so much better when we actually have some sort of restriction to yes. our diet. Yes. But once we're in this like restricted, restriction, restricted diet, you can have abundance of whatever you want. Yeah. Like you can have as many fruit, as many vegetables. Like there's so many options of nuts, grains, seeds. Like there's such an abundance and plethora of vegan food. It's going vegan is not at all making a sacrifice. No. Like no, and you feel great when you do it. Yeah. And like you've only ever been so active being vegan. Yeah. Like yeah. you've never experienced been like eating meat or doing boxing like eating meat. Like you've only ever done it vegan, which yeah, is really I'm, cool. I'm grateful for that because yeah. then I don't question it. I know yeah. you question that a lot. I do question it, but like I've seen both sides, which is cool. Like I've done it as a client, vegan, and I've done it as an instructor, both vegan and not vegan. Yeah. So it's really cool. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, Lauren, we've been talking for over an hour. That's crazy. An hour and five minutes to be exact. I thought I had nothing to talk about. I know. Too. You were so nervous. I was so nervous. Now I'm not. Now I'm literally like feet kicked up. I know. You're, she's straight up <laughs> chilling <laughs> right now. She has notes next to her. She hasn't looked at him once. Nope. She's straight chilling right now, you guys. Is there anything um, else you want to talk about before we wrap up? No, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to like say anything like a good farewell message? Um, I think we need to bring you back on for another episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing like that I, I've learned most about becoming manager is like the challenges that come with relationships and friendships too, but like relationships, like, you know, it's hard to balance and like you really got to, I never realized how much. A mi- the mindset of being in the fitness world versus the corporate world are so different. So different. And like I am, and I'm going to be honest, like I'm not saying this just to say this, like I am genuinely happy 24-7 when you I'm stride. Like I'm very happy and like it does help me if I'm ever going through something. Like forget mm-hmm. about what it is. But like it's really, really hard to go home at night and then depending on, you know, who you are talking about, or talk, I mean, not about talking to, like, it's hard to really get them to kind of grasp mm-hmm. what your daily life is like. And like, you know, 
I've listen, I've gone through more changes in the past seven months yeah. than I ever thought I would in my life. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge changes. Monumental. And I I don't I don't think I've ever been more motivated though inspired though, because I I have a group of women behind me that like you guys literally are ride or die, man. I could not be happier. The crew that we have, the empire that you and Jess have built, like I it's cry. I'm serious though. Like I like I never thought that you know, Vic's, Vic actually says this all of the time. Like I never thought at 30 well, what is she now? She's 36. Six, now. You'd make new best friends. Mm-hmm. Like I have I've had the same best friends since I was in pretty much junior high high school. And like it's so crazy cuz now I have all of you guys and like you're my life and I wouldn't change it at all. Like I love yeah. that you guys are my life. And Vic says all the time that it's so important, and like this has always stuck with me since she said this. Um, it's so important to be with somebody that gets it. Yeah, you know that can be there for you, and that can support you, that can listen to you, yeah. and that doesn't bitch when you're talking about the studio all the time because it's our life. Like, and these guys just—they simply don't get it. Like, this is our life. Yeah, and I think you and I are both at a really good advantage right now. Because we're going to meet somebody with this already being our life. So it's either like you take it or you leave it. Like th- I'm not changing. So yeah, take me how I am or don't date me at all. And it's like a really cool spot to be in because we can just completely like make the rules of our life and we find someone that will compliment that. And that's really cool. It's a lifestyle, man. Mm-hmm. It, it is though. Like, I mean, it really is. Yeah. And if you can't find something that's going to mesh with that get with it or yeah. get against it yeah um if you don't know now you know if you don't know now you know baby mm. it's really cool yeah. yeah that's definitely like a big a big thing like the suit like it's so funny to say that the studio always comes first but it does and we don't even think about it mm-hmm. it's just how we are it's just how we're like programmed and it's like my automatic reaction like something's not right like i get all mom and i'm like yeah. all right i gotta fix it yeah totally which is what you want in a manager. Absolutely. Like Lauren, honest to God, is the best thing that we could have done to stride. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's leave it on that. Okay. Um, Lauren, pimp yourself out. Where can people find you? Instagram at Larsim. So original. So rich. And what's your schedule? My schedule is Monday, 8.30 a.m. spin, 7 p.m. TRX, Wednesday, dirty double, 6 p.m. box, circuit training now, changing mm-hmm. it up on you. 7 p.m. TRX, and now we got Friday 7 a.m. box TRX and Saturday 9 a.m. box TRX. That's my pa- yeah. favorite, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's a good yeah. combo. Guys, Lauren is the best. And um, next time you're in stride or you see on the Instagram, show her some love. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Stride Effect. Um, next one, next Wednesday, we have a really good episode in the works for you guys. So I'll talk to you guys then. My Instagram is at Tori Sterling underscore. If you guys want to follow me. And you guys can follow um, our main account, Stride Spin and Fitness. And uh, you can also probably find Lauren on the Stride Phoenixville account. If you also want to follow Stride CIO, you can definitely do that too. So follow all the Instagrams. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys. Or I guess we'll talk to you. Or I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye.